and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah and we are marine biologists in recovery and today we are talking about the unfortunate sequel, Christmas Chronicles 2. Oh, <sighs> oh you guys, we had such high hopes. I know. And honestly, there were really like fun, cute parts of this movie. But yes, Christmas Chronicles 2 is not as good as Christmas Chronicles. No, it's also two hours long. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. I think honestly, if it had been edited down to a, you know, tight 90 minutes, it would have been better. Yeah. It would have been much better. There's so much stuff that you could have taken Mm -hmm. out and still had the musical number because Kurt Russell has it in his contract, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) But also the musical number did not need to be 10 minutes long. Yeah, it was very, very long. (laughs) But But also, like, obviously that you had to have it interspersed with her part, which made me cry so much. So much, yeah. No, I think both of us had a lot of Goldie Hawn feelings or like Goldie Hawn being our surrogate mother feelings or something yeah it was really good so amazing oh so great so great but we are not here to talk about that we are here to talk about the science sure (laughs) science the science so we talked a lot about like the elves and the humans and the magic and all that stuff in our episode last year where we talked about christmas chronicles the first one so um there'll be a link to that in the show notes you can check that out we're not going to sort of rehash that but in this uh movie there is a new folklore perhaps animal um Mm -hmm. the yule cat lindsay what can you tell us about yule cats So it's actually incredibly terrifying. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Yule cats are part of Icelandic Christmas folklore, which are a bunch of mountain-dwelling characters and monsters who come into town during Christmas. The stories are directed at children and used to scare them into good behavior. (laughs) So there's four of them. There's Grilla, who's a giantess. There's the Yule lads, who are the sons of Grilla and Lepuludi. Sure. Mm. And, oh yeah, Lepudi's gorilla's husband. And then there's the Yule Cat, who is a huge and vicious cat who lurks about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So it makes more sense when you look into it more. But it's just like so horrible. Yep. And also now I'm like, but that's really bad for fast fashion. Yule no cat. kidding. Like, come on. I haven't bought any new, clo- new clothes for like, have I bought any clothes during this whole shenanigans? Well, you bought bras. I bought, I bought a bra. Because we've had many conversations about Yes. That. And I brought a, bought a whale tails hoodie. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Which but is like big buying things into yourself. Uh-huh. I have bought, well, I had to buy a bra mm. again. So I bought more pajama christmas pants nice. because they were on the same website and what you're gonna do what you're gonna do yes and running pants oh yeah nice 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 and oh and shorts because i didn't have any shorts yeah to wear to work but yes no have not i, have, bought, I like, also go to the office so i yes yes <laughs> Lindsay leaves her house sporadically but also like yeah sometimes you need clothes i have not bought fancy pre-christmas clothes oh, no. that would satisfy no. the yule cat <laughs> no not at all the like, these leggings have Christmas trees on them. Ooh, so fun. I guess he'll be satisfied. I know. They're very awesome. Oh, so jealous. But I don't have plans to buy fancy clothes. Ever? Nope. <laughs> Again. Nope. 
I know. I looked at my fancy clothes in my closet, all like mm-hmm. four of them. I was like, oh, yep. hi, friends. I will see you mm-hmm. never. Um, yeah, like the the dust bunnies in my heels are cute. Very large. Cute. Anyway. So yeah. this is what more, more details. The threat was used by... F- of the Yule Cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. Mm. And those who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes and those who did not got nothing and then would be preyed upon the cat. So So it wasn't about buying from No, it was about about, like farmers doing work and getting things done. Which makes much more sense. Indeed. Indeed. Well and especially in those days. Back in like old and old and olden times the yeah, the yarn workers would have been small children, really. So exactly, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it's still terrifying yes. because it's a giant cat mm-hmm. that eats you. But if you ignore the giantness of it, it was so cute in the movie. I know so cute. he was really cute, and at the beginning, mm. you couldn't really see his size. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, we'll look up this cat yeah. and see what kind of cats prey on caribou because maybe there mm. are some. Because I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But I yes. So when I looked up, like. Cats that live in the far north. The main one I found is the Canadian lynx or the Canada lynx. (laughs) And (laughs) lynx canadensis. And it's very cute and floofy. And it's got little um, ear tufts, just like the one in the movie. So pretty sure it was like a variation of a Canada lynx or a bobcat or something, um, which is in the same genus lynx. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are very cute, but they are not giant. The Canada lynx stands about... 50 centimeters in the shoulder and weighs 5 to 17 kilos or 11 to 37 pounds. But they are good swimmers and agile climbers. They basically eat snowshoe hares. It's like pretty much all they eat. And actually, now that I see this thing, it's like the very stereotypical predator-prey cycle that everybody studies in like first-year ecology, Mm -hmm. where it's like the population of lynxes goes up, so then the snowshoe hare population drops, and then the lynx population drops because there's not enough food, and then the snowshoe snowshoe hare population goes up, and then the lynx population goes up, so it's like this sort of like two up-down curves, like sine waves. Sort of like some kind of circle, kind of? of, Yeah, but no, it's like a, well, it's like two two sine waves slightly offset. You put two sine waves together, it's kind of a circle. Well, no, if you go around and around a circle, somehow you make a sine wave. There's something about sine waves and circles Circles? and high school math. I don't don't know. Where's my graphing calculator? (laughs) So, so yeah, that pretty stereotypical. Um, So I think they're not, they're pretty specialist predators. Mm -hmm. But maybe if they were bigger, they could eat a caribou or prey on a caribou. Yeah, I don't know. They're cute. Why they couldn't. Like they'd if have they're... to be really big. Well, yes, they have to be really big. I think mostly wolves and probably polar bears prey on caribou. Yeah, that would be my guess. Um, mm-hmm. The caribou part of this is mm. the part that I loved almost second most because <laughs> through the entire movie, they refer to the reindeer as females. And it makes yes. me so happy. And I'm like, this is the highlight of 2020. We've finally gotten to the point where we will recognize that those reindeer are female because they have Yay. their antlers. Yay! Good job. Um, Good we talk a lot job. about reindeer and caribou in all of our Science of Santa Claus episodes. So I'll put all the links in there if you want to learn more about caribou and how Indeed. to help them because they're super endangered. And also and they're so fun great. links on things that are healthy to leave for them to eat. Yes. Well, Santa, eat Santa, the one person who's got the vaccine already, comes into your house. Although, as Bonnie Henry, the BC provincial health officer, said, he should not be eating eggnog and cookies at every house. No, no, that's fair. So, he should have carrots. and they should He have, should have carrots. And they should have leaves? moss. Moss. 
Yeah, that's moss good... and lichens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yum yum. If you if you can't find moss and lichens, lettuce is a good substitute, or like dark leafy greens. Mm-hmm. Kale, it's good for kale. everyone. Mm, indeed, <laughs> you can just make like a little kale salad with dressing on the side for Santa and kale salad for the for the reindeer. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> so great. So yeah, a huge plot point of this movie is also the Northern Lights or the Aurora Borealis. Basically, we find out. So in the first movie, the main girl Kate goes but only to like the Hall of Letters in the Mm -hmm. North Pole. She doesn't go into everywhere of the North Pole. She just goes to one part. But then we find out more about the North Pole and Santa's village or Mrs. Claus's village, as it should Mm -hmm. be called. It's protected by the magic in the Star of Bethlehem and elf magic and all this magic-y stuff. It's kind of cool. But there's like a dome protecting it. And somehow the Northern Lights are involved. Yeah, I think he has or to fly through the Northern Lights. He has to fly th- through the Northern Lights to get to, get to into Santa's, the to the village. Dome. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Northern Lights or Aurora Borealis or in the Southern Hemisphere, Aurora Australis, same physical phenomenon. So they are disturbances in the magnetosphere. So like the magnetic field around Earth, like Earth is a giant magnet sort of weak magnet yeah. um and then there's solar winds and then there's charged particles and then these charged particles electrons and protons like react and ionize and do different like energetic things and then you get get cool colors mm-hmm. which is very fun they're mainly seen in the auroral zone so it's like it's like 10 to 20 degrees from the poles the geomagnetic poles all the time and it happens all the time but you see them better at night um sometimes when there's stronger solar winds you can see them further south or north from the poles i don't really know why they're in the like only in the poles it's all very complicated in physics and magnetic spheres and we're biologists magnetic i don't know yeah maybe it's like yeah it's like the negative that's all yeah so i've never seen them um you can theoretically see them as far down as where we are but we're we're in a city so Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were supposed to be visible this week, I think, recording, mm-hmm. but it also rained all week because yeah. it's November, December, it's December now, <laughs> we're halfway through totally. December, uh, totally, we're December totally. in Vancouver, and that's how that works here. Yeah. And the cool thing is they you can see them from space, too. So, like, oh, astronauts on the International so cool. Space Station have taken photos of them, and they look crazy. Never go into space, but maybe I'll go to Norway one day. Yeah, I definitely want to go to Norway. Man. Oh, yeah, yes. those cabins those, that you sent me? Yeah, there's, like, this treehouse thing in Norway that I'm obsessed with, and... Yes, someday. Also, yeah, the orcas. Yep, that they orcas. see right now. With their Ugh. season is like two and a half months long, but it's amazing. Anyway, yeah, you can someday. see lots of photos if you go to whaletales.org. Sorry, wrong <laughs> podcast. Moving on. Wrong Let's talk podcast. about our favorite part of this movie. Yay! Ugh. What was your favorite part of this movie? It was Goldie Hawn. Of course. Oh my gosh. Her, with her hair in like a bun to look like a Christmas bubble. Christmas bobble? bobble? <laughs> So cute. So good. Yeah. The. I mean, I'm still mad that she, Mrs. Claus, still does not have a first name. I know. It's just. This is my opportunity to name drop Mrs. Santa Claus from 1996, starring Angela Lansbury. That. My sister loves so much and was like, you need to do a podcast about this. I'm like, there's no science in this movie. But it is great if you are able to watch it or even just listen to the soundtrack. Highly recommend. She has a first name in that one, but she's a protagonist. So, you know. Well, at least she has a first name in that one. What is her first name in that one? Anna. Oh. That works. Yeah. And and that's the kind of thing I'm like, she's Mrs. Santa Claus. There's, to my knowledge, absolutely no lore 
about yeah. her, except that she's there. So we could just give her any name. Any name. You could give yeah. her a, like a Norwegian or some kind of... Or in Christmas Chronicles, they're Turkish. So yeah. give her a Turkish name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's tons Who of knows? things that you could... Who knows? But she's anyway. great. Yeah, and if you make it to the end of the movie, which I would recommend, like, sticking through it, just maybe also, you know, work on your Christmas cards or your Mm -hmm. wrapping or something at the same time. Yeah, Yeah, if you get to the end, oh, there's just a really great scene where you just, like, really need a bit of encouragement and it provides and you're like mad at the movie for being too long but then you're also crying which you know must be a christmas movie exactly (laughs) oh yeah and she's just she's also like kind of a witch like a good witch yeah no she's totally a witch she's like like a santa claus has magic but she's got like she's an herbalist yeah for sure she's got Mm -hmm. a a sight kind of like she could see things or she's got a seeing glass i don't know that's never really explained it seemed like she like stirred maybe it was hot chocolate or into her soup cauldron or soup yeah i think it was soup Mm -hmm. and then yeah she stirred and put special herbs in the soup and then she could see where santa claus was Mm -hmm. yeah and then she was an herbalist and like did all sorts of things with that yeah like juniper berries and yeah something yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know and a veteran does veterinary care for the reindeer Mm -hmm. yep and also discovered and designed and made the whole santa's village Mm -hmm. yep and does all sorts of cooking Fancy mm-hmm. cooking to make vegetables and, taste like cake. Oh, yeah. Awesome and taste magic. and look like cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she's got good magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because she's also got other magic because she made like books move and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, either no, she's... she's got magic or she can control the force. Uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> yes. No, she's great. She's great. Yeah. She's got like, aside from not having a first name, she's got agency. She's got her own storyline. She's everybody mm-hmm. recognizes her for the work that she does. Yeah, totally. Santa Claus is grumpy about it, but of course he is because he's a grumpy old man. Yeah. He's like 1300 years old or 1700 years old. But he's good natured yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still also adorable. He is oh, adorable. Also. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, the movie could have been shorter, could have been tighter, but still overall very enjoyable. There was definitely like the main plot of the movie is bleh. Yeah. But it does also doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't. Like, I think the problem with this one is that the antagonist borders on incel almost. Like, he's very... Yeah. I deserve everything even though I don't really put any work into it. Yeah, just like... Um, which is... Very frustrating. Ugh. Yeah, it was a little bit, fr- a little bit annoying. The actor's really good, though. I love that actor because he was the, he's mm-hmm. the kid in Deadpool two, Deadpool two, and then the main kid in Hunt for the Wilder People, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's the only Turkish elf with a Kiwi accent. Yes, <laughs> it's total sense. So great. Um, but I always love hearing a good Kiwi accent, so I'm always in mm-hmm, for it. Me yes. too. But yeah, he was just a bit like, I hate everything. I deserve mm-hmm. all the good things, even though I yeah, didn't Yeah, I deserve do everything. I'm the best. You guys are the worst. Yeah. Even though all you did was love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. A little bit, a little bit forced and a little bit meh. Yeah. But the elves are still very cute. I love all their little hats. Cute. I like them. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So cute. And yeah, and the elves go berserk and it's really funny. Also, this yeah. movie was written and directed by Christopher Columbus and apparently there's lots of like parallels between with the yeah. gremlins in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, Christopher Columbus wrote gremlins as well. Yeah. Well, there's also a bunch of other stuff. There's the gremlin stuff. Mm. There's Wonderful Life dubbed in a different language. This one is Elvish mm. and that's on all of his Christmas movies. And then there's an homage to obviously to Ferris Bueller where Jennifer Grey talks to Charlie Sheen. Mm hmm. 
And then also there's a woman dressed exactly like Catherine O'Hara in Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the airport. airport. Yeah. And I'm watching it and I'm like, are they doing this on purpose? <laughs> like, what's happening? And then I read the trivia and I'm like, okay, they are doing this yes, on purpose. Yes, they are doing it on purpose. So great. Oh, can we talk about how the Gen Zs don't know that Catherine O'Hara was in Home Alone? I know. <laughs> yeah, which is the meme of this winter. <laughs> God. Oh, so funny. So funny. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, did you know that the mom from Schitt's Creek was in Home Alone? Yes. Like, hello. Yep. Yeah. Man. Oh, Catherine O'Hara. Canadian Jim. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Like Kurt Russell. He's not Canadian. He just lives here. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, overall, great movie-ish. Mm-hmm. Great, like, yeah. background movie and then pay attention to the mm-hmm. good parts. Like, the, yeah. the airport scene and all the stuff with Mrs. Claus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I didn't know that Tyrese was getting into family movies. It's kind yeah. of random. It was super random. Like, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. No, super fun. Super fun. If you have other Christmas movies that you have sciencey questions for, you should reach out to us at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or our website is naturefindsapod.com. And we will be back at the end of January because yeah. we are taking a break because... Mm-hmm reasons yep because just this is usually when we take a break because <laughs> we're ready um, for a break ready for a break we will be back i didn't look this date up hold on one moment please can't sing the jeopardy song it makes me sad now Ugh. we will be back on january 25th mm. with newly on disney plus we bought a zoo Yay! Yay! i'm really excited me Speaking too i keep crying during movies but oh. at least matt damon's in this one i keep resisting watching it because <laughs> I could. Maybe we should make 2021 year of Matt Damon and then do... Because we haven't done The Martian yet. Oh, yeah. And do we any mathematicians? We could do Google Hunt. I don't know any mathematicians. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if you have Matt Damon science movie recommendations, let us know. Otherwise, we'll be back then. In the meantime, follow us on social media for probably many posts about how Goldie Hawn's the best. True fact. And yeah, that's all. Have a good holiday. Indeed. Enjoy watching 2020 slowly sink into hell. Yes, and have a safe New Year's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just safe every day. Safe. Just be safe and be awesome. Just be safe. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye.